I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. (laughs) You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. You got to love the headlines now coming from the media. Federal investigation into Hunter Biden's business deals with Chinese energy company heats up. Another headline from CNN. There's a real chance that Hunter Biden could be indicted. Now, let me remind you, we have been exposing all of Hunter Biden's business deals, not just in China, but Russia and Ukraine, all of the corruption And all the connections to his father now for months on end. And you can go back in our podcast and you can listen to, we had two different five-part series just about the money, following the money. If you missed any of it, go back and listen to those so you understand how we got to where we are today. Because the media is admitting all of that information, right? Now. You know it's bad, and the indictment is coming, and the White House is doing everything they can to get the media to help them protect and insulate the President of the United States of America from his son. Remember, his son is the smartest man ever. Smartest man I know. That's exactly what Joe Biden said. Joe Biden, we also know for a fact, lied to the American people when he said he didn't know anything about his son's business dealings, and the emails prove that is a lie. He also said he didn't do anything to influence his son's business dealings. We have pictures of him playing golf with the people that wanted to play golf with him to get the business deals done with the Biden crime family. And to be clear, this is a Biden crime family. There is no way to have a discussion about Hunter Biden without Joe Biden being present. It is impossible. They are one in the same. They are together and without Joe Biden... Hunter Biden not only literally doesn't exist, but his entire business life doesn't happen. If Joe Biden isn't the vice president and Joe Biden isn't the president, 
None of this happens. So CBS this morning, right? They actually are now coming out saying the federal investigation to Hunter Biden's business dealing is heating up. But don't worry, it's not connected to the president. Yes, it is. Take a listen to now how the media is being forced to report on a story that, by the way, they said was misinformation. In fact, let me go backwards first because I put together a montage for you. And I'm going to play this, all right? This is a montage of just some of the reporting that was done. How the media and big tech helped Democrats cover up the Hunter Biden laptop scandal before the 2020 election when they knew it was real. They knew the laptop was real. They knew his business dealings were real. They knew it was all true. They knew it was all factual. And they lied. They lied to you to make sure that Joe Biden won the election. Here is the media, the same media that's now telling you, well, I mean, Hunter Biden's going to get indicted and Hunter Biden made some mistakes and Hunter Biden didn't pay some taxes and Hunter Biden didn't, you know, uh, register as a foreign agent and Hunter Biden was doing some correct things. And they're going to tell you there's an excuse for that. They're going to play the victim card because that's what Democrats do so well. They're going to tell you, you should feel sorry for Hunter Biden because Hunter Biden was a drug addict. You should feel sorry, by the way, for Joe Biden because Joe Biden already has had one son that died of brain cancer, and now he's got another son he's just trying to take care of who's an addict. That's how they're going to explain this away. I'm, I'm telling you right now, that's the game plan. Now, let me take you back to 2020 in the election. Let me take you back to October. We'll start with CNN. When the laptop story broke and Facebook and Twitter all said it was Russian disinformation, when Hillary Clinton said it was Russian, Russian misinformation, misinfor- when the top 50 intelligence officials from the Biden-Obama era were saying it was Russian disinformation. They all knew they were lying to you. These are the top people of the FBI, the CIA. You see what's happening now, right? Listen to this. Those emails we just talked about are connected to an ongoing Russian disinformation effort. For all we know, these emails are made up. We do know that this is a classic example of the right-wing media machine. There it is, the right Wing media machine. This is a classic Ben Ferguson talk show host, Rush Limbaugh at the time, Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, Glenn Beck. This is the classic misinformation campaign from right wing media. And of course, throw in Fox News and Newsmax because this is exactly what they would do. Do not trust what you're reading. Do not believe that this laptop is real. Do not believe that these emails are real. Do not believe the connections to. What is happening with Burisma and what is happening in China and what is happening with these oligarchs giving $3 million wire transfers to Hunter Biden is real. It is Russian misinformation. If that's not enough for you, it's classic right-wing media. October 17th, 2020, another CNN report on this. Recently published email are tied to an ongoing Russian disinformation effort. Recently published emails that purport to detail the business dealings of Joe Biden's son are actually part of an ongoing Russian disinformation campaign. Hunter Biden, this laptop uh, that intelligence officials have warned is likely Russian disinformation. It's broadly known and widely known, Peter, that there was a broad range of Russian disinformation. Hidden Russian disinformation. They said it over and over again. Now, everybody said it, right? The entire media apparatus said this because, remember, it's right-wing media like myself that is the real problem here. They're trying to feed you a lie. We know this is Russian disinformation. We know that this is Russian misinformation. In fact, it wasn't until March the 16th, 
two years later that the New York Times admitted that the laptop was actually real. Deep inside that article was an admission. Quote, those emails were obtained by the New York Times from a cache of files that appears to have come from a laptop abandoned by Mr. Biden in a Delaware repair shop. The email and others in the cache were authenticated by people familiar with them and with the investigation. How does this feel to have the New York Times um, admit that you were right all along? Well, it's kind of delicious to see them sort of squirming around trying to admit the obvious. But, you know, if you're a reader of the New York Post or a viewer of Fox News, you knew this 16 months ago. You didn't need the great New York Times to tell you that it was true and that they'd authenticated the emails. We already did that. Unfortunately, the New York Times readers have been kept in the dark. And that was for deliberate reasons. It was because they wanted... Donald Trump to lose the 2020 election. Miranda Devine, New York Post columnist who helped expose the story originally. That's who you're hearing right now. This is nothing more than state-sponsored communist propaganda. You want to know who lied to you? Everyone in the media lied to you because they didn't want Donald Trump to be the president again. And they knew that what they were telling you was a lie. They knew it was propaganda from the DNC, from Hillary Clinton, the same way that they knew the Steele dossier was created by Hillary Clinton. Oh, which, by the way, some little side-breaking news here on Hillary Clinton. Did you know, and I'm sure the media didn't tell you this, so I'll tell you, the Federal Election Commission has now fined the Clinton campaign and the DNC, Democratic National Committee, for funding the Steele dossier. The Federal Election Commission fined Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign, the Democratic National Committee, for funding the Steele dossier, which they knew was propaganda and a lie. You're not allowed to use campaign funds for that. That's why they find them. Does it matter? Because we impeached Donald Trump over the Steele dossier. We impeached Donald Trump and tried to overthrow the will of the people because we didn't like who they chose. This isn't just a pattern, my friends. This is full-blown communist propaganda. From the Biden, Clinton, DNC, the Democratic Party, the deep state. Up is down, down is up, left is right, and right is left. A man is now no longer a man, a woman is no longer a woman. That's where we are in this country. And media and the big tech colluded together, just like Russian state TV does, to cover up the Hunter Biden laptop scandal before the 2020 election. Rachel Devine is absolutely right ethics and standards went out the window and there doesn't matter how you try and dress it up now anyone that reported on the laptop or its contents was spreading disinformation and they were censored in america not russia think about that they even kicked the post off twitter the country's oldest newspaper even hunter grabbed a mop and helped with the cleanup job was that your laptop? For real, I don't know. I know, but, but you know that's... Is, this I is really a, don't know okay. the answer is. That's you don't know yes or no if the laptop I don't have was any yours. idea. I have no idea. So it could have been yours. Of course, certainly. It, 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 there could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. There could be that I was hacked. It could be that there was the... There could be a laptop of mine that was out there that was stolen from me. It wasn't stolen from you, bro. You came in hammered out of your mind. You didn't pick it up. They tried to contact you. You didn't come get it. You left it there. It became the property of the shop owner, whose life, by the way, has now been destroyed. And this was CBS News. Well, it could be yours. Could it? Well, maybe it may not be. It could have gotten stolen from you. I don't know. The entire time that CBS News was putting this propaganda out there on April the 2nd, 2021, they knew that Hunter Biden was lying. 
It didn't matter because he was protecting their guy. And now they have to protect Joe Biden at all costs. And they have to insulate the White House and Joe Biden from Hunter Biden, the smartest man that Joe Biden knows. That it was Russian intelligence. The computer repair shop owner who turned in Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop to the FBI now says he's on the verge of bankruptcy. John Paul Mac Isaac claiming it comes after months of liberal intimidation campaign against him, telling the New York Post, quote, I have been punished for my actions to set an example for anyone else that might try to blow the wrong whistle. Yeah, look, it's incredibly unfair, Rachel. Uh, this is a man who really is an American hero. He, uh, to this day, has not got his business back. He had to leave his home in Delaware and go to another state. He's been targeted by death threats and harassment by the IRS and various other agencies. you got to think about this man's life. This man's life has been ruined. There's your example. So now you go to CBS News, and they're forced to report this story, but they can only report this story in one way. Hunter Biden was a drug addict, and Hunter Biden might get in some trouble, and he might be indicted, but it's really because of drugs, and you should feel sorry for him. And by the way, the White House has nothing to do with this, which is a lie. Let me remind you, CBS News, the same CBS News that did this sit-down interview with Hunter Biden and let him lie to the American people when he's like, I don't think, I don't know if that's my laptop. I have no idea if it's my laptop. could have been stolen. It may be my laptop. It may not have been my laptop. And they did this. They let him do this. And the White House stuck with their story, too. Remember their story? Their story was, and again, I'll go back to Peter Ducey, Fox News Channel, asking the President of the United States of America. This is in December 23rd of 2020. Do you still think the story from the fall about your son, Hunter Biden, referring to like the fall, like spring, winter, fall, where Russian disinformation is a smear campaign like you said? Because that's what the White House said. You know what Joe Biden said? He laughed, didn't answer the question. Then he turned back. He said, yes, yes, yes. God love you, man. You're a one horse pony. I tell you, thank you. Thank you. I promise you. I promise you my Justice Department will totally, uh, uh, will totally on its own making judgments about how they should proceed. Thank you. He was irritated, my friend. He was mad. Woo-hoo. How dare you ask him another question about the laptop from hell and the secret emails between Biden and Ukraine and executives and Hunter Biden for the opportunity to meet your dad. That's all real, by the way. Not Russian disinformation. Nope, it's all real. And everybody knows it's real. And the people that were investigating it knew it was real. It's all real. So now what do you do? Fast forward to CBS this morning. We're going to have to tell you something we told you was a lie, misinformation, not true, for two and a half years because we didn't like Donald Trump. And we are no different than communist state-sponsored media. Now we will tell you the story. Also have new information this morning about an ongoing investigation into President Biden's son, Hunter. Hold on. Hold on, CBS. I thought you said this was all a Russian disinformation campaign. How can it be an ongoing investigation if you told me on your air that this is a Russian disinformation campaign? How can this be happening when you're the ones that told us that the the laptop wasn't even real and you censored the story? Federal officials are looking at his foreign business dealings, including his ties to a Chinese energy company. Whoa, 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 whoa. You told me this was all lies, CBS News. 
You told me for two years that this was not real. You told me for two years that there was no business deals with China. There was no business deals with an energy company in China. There was nothing wrong here. Nothing could be wrong. Nothing's ever wrong. Nothing ever happened that was bad. This was all not real. You told me this was a Russian disinformation campaign. You told me that Joe Biden knew nothing about this. How do you know anything about it? Because it wasn't real. How could he not? How could he know something about something that wasn't real? And now all of a sudden you want to come out and on your morning show be like, just kidding. We got it wrong the whole time. They didn't get it wrong, folks. They knew they were lying to you and feeding you lies for two years because they wanted to protect Joe Biden and make sure that Donald Trump didn't become the president. These are the same people that lied to you and said that the Russian collusion investigation was real when they knew it wasn't real. They knew that the Steele dossier was a lie. The same Steele dossier, by the way, which is now the Federal Election Commission has fined the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC for producing, which is against the law. So now they're going to pay a fine. Doesn't matter, right? Because Donald Trump's no longer the president. We tried to overthrow the will of the country in a coup attempt, not once, but twice. Back to CBS News now telling you something different. Senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge is in Washington. She's been following this for us. Catherine, good morning. Have they, hold on, hold on. You just said well, they've been following this. CBS's you know, investigative reporter's been following this. Have you really been following it? Because if you've been following it, you would have. It, it wouldn't be just today where you had to admit that all of this is actual, true, and factual. Can, can we really dive into that? You guys haven't been following this. If you had, you would have had to report on it. Good morning, Tony. The investigation began as a tax inquiry years ago and has expanded into a federal probe involving the FBI and IRS. Hold on. Years ago. Well, wait, you're the same people that years ago told me that this was Russian disinformation. So were you giving part of that disinformation? Were you? Let's 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 even take it a step further. Was CBS part of Russian disinformation campaign? Because I have a feeling that Russia really likes Joe Biden being the president of the United States of America. Could it be that Russia's disinformation campaign helped this way? I'm just asking. Right? I mean, if we're going to really dive into this and get into the corruption of this, could it be that CBS News was putting out disinformation, maybe that Russia wanted to be put out on purpose? Could it be? Is that a possibility? Is it possible that the disinformation campaign came from them? I'm just asking for some friends. I'm asking for half of America that voted for one guy by the name of Donald Trump. A source familiar with the investigation now tells CBS News two men who worked with Hunter Biden when his father was vice president were called to the grand jury last fall. Multiple sources tell CBS News that the federal investigation into Hunter Biden's business practices is broader than previously known. The probe is exploring whether the younger Biden and his associates violated tax, money laundering, and foreign lobbying laws. Records reviewed by CBS News and documents released Wait, wait, wait. Let, let me go back there. Did you notice how quickly they just went over that? This is a massive investigation into foreign lobbying, tax issues, and, and, and God knows what else. A massive investigation has been going on now for quite some time. And you're and you have multiple sources telling you it's all true. While for two years you told us this was all not true, that it was Russian disinformation. And it was a lie. And then all of a sudden you're just going to clean all this up and not say you were wrong. 
by Republicans in Congress indicate multiple financial transactions involving an energy company called CEFC. Republicans accuse the business of being an arm of the Chinese government. By the way, this is I love this. Republicans accuse this company, CEFE, of being a part of the Chinese communist government. I love how they report this. It's Republicans are saying this. It's not Republicans are saying it. It's China's Energy Company Limited, China CEFE. It's China Energy Company Limited, which is, in fact, a part of the Chinese Communist government. It's not Republicans that are making the accusation. It's a known fact in China and around the world. But they make it turn it into like this partisan issue. The, the fact is China's government was sending $100,000 checks Domestic wire transfers to Wells Fargo Clearing Services to go into Hunter Biden's bank account, and he was on the hook with the Chinese Communist government. That's what that that's not a Republican thing, folks. They say, well, Republican senators say this, and Republican senators say the Chinese Energy Company Limited, CEFE, is a part of the Chinese Communist government. It's not because we say it, it's because it's actual fact. Go look at the Chinese Energy Company Limited, CEFE. It's a part of the Chinese government. There's no accusation here, by the way, by Republicans. It's just stating fact. It's just it's, it's as factual as saying a man with a penis is a man and a woman with a vagina is a woman. It's not up for debate. Somehow it is, though. In 2017, the year Joe Biden left the vice presidency, a $1 million retainer was signed with the Chinese Energy Company. They just refer to as a Chinese energy company. How many independent companies are there in China? How many independent companies are in China that aren't owned by the Chinese government? They don't exist, folks. Hunter Biden in 2017 was being paid a million dollar retainer alone because of who his dad was by the Chinese government. For Hunter Biden's services as a lawyer, his client, a CEFC official, Patrick Ho, was later convicted on international bribery and money laundering charges for unrelated work in Africa. So Patrick Ho is convicted on international bribery. This guy bribes people. Could it be they were bribing Hunter Biden to get to Joe Biden? Could it be that in 2017, when you hired Hunter Biden on a million dollar retainer, that you really just did this for one reason and one reason only? Yes, there's a there's a very good chance that Patrick Ho, a convicted on international bribery charges, job was to find people to bribe around the world for influence. The same guy that's been charged with money laundering charges for unrelated work in Africa. This is what he does. Okay, this is the whole ball game, folks. Money laundering charges for unrelated work in Africa means that Patrick Ho, and if you look at Patrick Ho, he worked for the Chinese government. He was a fixer. He would go around the world, find targets, find people they needed, and he would pay them a lot of money, which is exactly what he did with Hunter Biden. That's who Hunter Biden was working for. Hunter Biden was hired by a convicted international briber and a convicted international money laundering individual of the Chinese Communist Party that worked for the Chinese Communist Party's China Energy Limited. As I'm telling you this story of Hunter Biden... The Washington Post has just come out. They didn't print it in the newspaper. They did it in their online version in the afternoon hours, right? Because why would you put this in print right away? The Washington Post is now admitting that Hunter Biden profited $4.8 million from Chinese energy deal. 
That's right, Hunter Biden profited $4.8 million in retainer and consulting fees from a Chinese energy company from 2017 and 18. The Washington Post has now admitted, the same Washington Post that told you all this was a lie and told you all this was Russian disinformation and told you that none of it was true and the laptop was crap. They ignored the story, by the way, for 532 days after the story broke in 2020. 532 days later, the Post finally acknowledged Joe Biden's son performed business transactions with the Chinese energy firm for millions of dollars. Hunter's windfall follows years of rubbing shoulders with powerful international companies and individuals while Joe Biden was chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee and then the vice president. Quote, in the process of reporting Hunter's corrupt business dealings, a paper also confirmed Hunter's previously reported fake laptop was indeed Hunter's laptop from hell. The same laptop the establishment media falsely reported as Russian disinformation over and over again. In fact, 15 establishment media personalities claimed Hunter's laptop emails were likely Russian propaganda, Russian disinformation, and were not authentic. Perhaps most famously, CBS News reporter Leslie Stahl falsely told President Trump in 2020 that Hunter's laptop from hell could not be verified. We knew Hunter's laptop was authentic. New York Times, Politico, Washington Post, CNN now confirming it. 500 and 32 days late. We knew Joe Biden met with Hunter's business associates, even though Joe Biden lied to us and said he didn't talk ever about his son's business dealings. We know they discussed business and we know they shared bank accounts. It is impossible to separate Hunter Biden's corruption from Joe Biden. You cannot do it. According to the Post belated authentication, Hunter secured millions of dollars in just 14 months. But the new documents, which include a signed copy of a $1 million legal retainer, emails related to the wire transfer, and $3.8 million in consulting fees that are confirmed in, the, in new bank records and agreements signed by Hunter Biden, illustrate the ways in which his family profited from relationships built over Joe Biden's decades in public service the Post is now reporting. Just 532 days late. Over the course of 14 months, the New York Post is now writing, the Chinese energy conglomerate and its executives paid $4.8 million to entities controlled by Hunter Biden and his uncle. I told you his brother was involved and you didn't want to believe me. And guess what? Now it's true. I'll say it again. Go back to our podcast. We've been laying this out for months. In these series that we did connecting Hunter Biden to his uncle and to Joe Biden's brother. His uncle was the bag man before Hunter was old enough to be the bag man. Now, according to government records, Hunter Biden and his uncle were on the take for millions and millions of dollars that all funneled back to Joe Biden. Court documents and newly disclosed bank statements, as well as emails obtained on a copy of the laptop hard drive that purportedly once belonged to Hunter Biden. It's not purportedly, it is his. The Post did not find evidence, you ready for this, that Joe Biden personally benefited from or new details about the transactions with the Chinese energy company, which took place after he had left the vice presidency and before he announced his intentions to run for the White House in 2020. That is exactly why they're reporting the story now. They are trying to somehow tell you what Hunter Biden did while trying to convince you that Joe Biden wasn't involved and Joe Biden didn't know anything about it. 
And that is the new lie of the media that lied to you about the laptop and the, authentic, uh, and the authenticity of the emails from the very beginning. Do not trust these people. They are lying to you now by trying to tell you that somehow Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, was able to pull all this off without his dad having any information or knowledge about it. They shared joint bank accounts. He was negotiating on behalf of the big guy who is his father. They were negotiating on behalf on a constant basis for his father to get a chunk. He was paying for his father's bills, paying for his home renovations. There is no way that you can separate Joe Biden from the crime family of his brother and his son. It is impossible. And anyone that tells you otherwise, which is everyone in the media now, they're full of crap and they're lying to you. And they're going to say this lie for probably the next 532 days. Just like they did telling you that Hunter Biden's laptop wasn't real for the last 532 days. Just like they lied to you about his son and his business dealings in China, Russia, and Ukraine. So let's go back to the CBS News telling you about Hunter Biden and a million-dollar retainer and working with a convicted international briber and money laundering charges against a Chinese man named Patrick Ho who worked for the Chinese Energy Company Limited and the Chinese government. Here you have... Hunter Biden. This week on the Senate floor, Republican Chuck Grassley presented financial records that he said showed six-figure payments from the Chinese energy company to Hunter Biden's firm. This is $100,000 from what is effectively an arm of the communist Chinese government direct to Hunter Biden. Allegations about Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings reached a fever pitch during the 2020 campaign. Where's Hunter? And on Tuesday, former President Trump pushed an unproven claim about Hunter Biden's business dealings in Russia, calling on Vladimir Putin to release any damaging information. By, by the way, I love this, right? They're like, well, he, he, it's unproven. OK, we know that three million plus was wired from the mayor of Moscow's wife to Hunter Biden. That's on the emails and the web and the, and the computer that you just said, finally, 532 days later, is real. Right? I mean, am I wrong? You just said the laptop's real. You just said the emails are real. And now you're going to say it's unsubstantiated? Come on. Are you kidding me? You got to be joking. Nope, I'm not, because this is exactly what the media does. So how does how does CBS News end their broadcast by telling you, well, Donald Trump's somehow still lying and Joe Biden knows nothing about this? I would think Putin would know the answer to that. I think he should release it. This was the response from the White House. What kind of American, let alone an ex-president, thinks that this is the right time to enter into a scheme with Vladimir Putin? An attorney for Hunter Biden did not respond to CBS News regarding his business dealings. Last year, he told correspondent Anthony Mason on CBS This Morning that the president did not financially benefit. Have you ever given your father money from any of your business ventures? No. Nothing? Nothing. Directly or indirectly? Directly or indirectly. That's just a lie, and we know it from the emails that they just said were authentic. We know it from the emails that say, hey, I need 10% for the big guy. That they just said were authentic 532 days late. We know all of this is real, folks. And that they're still trying to tell you that somehow Hunter Biden 
didn't tell his dad and Joe Biden didn't know when we know that Joe Biden knew. We know it, folks. We know it. Dan Abrams, he's even come out and calling out the media coverage for Hunter Biden, saying that the left is ignoring this on purpose. He's right. They are. Hunter Biden back in the news, and as is usually the case, the vast majority of the liberal media ignore the story, while many in the conservative media overstate it. Today, the Washington Post released a deep dive into what we know about Hunter's dealings with a Chinese energy company, providing new details about his interactions with Chinese executives. It's a well-reported, factual story that deserves to be both covered and presented in its proper context, without the hyperbole of either side. And that's what we are going to do here. The story largely focuses on Hunter's dealings with CEFC, China Energy, a massive oil and gas company that had financing from government development banks and ties to the Chinese Communist Party and the People Liberation Army. On August 2, 2017, Hunter signed a deal with the Chinese energy conglomerate that earned him a one-time fee of half a million dollars, as well as a $100,000 monthly stipend. The deal also provided James Biden, Hunter's uncle and President Biden's brother, with $65,000 a month. The next day, $5 million were transferred into a bank account jointly held by Hunter and CEFC executives. Over the next 14 months, the bulk of that money, about $4.8 million, was transferred to entities controlled by Hunter Biden and his uncle James. This according to government records, court documents, and newly disclosed bank statements, as well as emails contained on a copy of a laptop hard drive that reportedly once belonged to Hunter. I I love this. He's still saying reportedly belongs to Hunter. They're still lying to you. Well, we're going to tell you the truth. The same people that lied to you for 500 days now want you to believe that they're going to tell you the truth. We're going to tell you the truth. You're going to know what happened because we're going to tell it to you now, even though we're the ones that gave you the propaganda for the last 532 days. But we're going to tell you the truth now. We promise this is going to happen. We got federal tax and lobbying and money laundering probe and Hunter Biden expands in the White House. What do they say? They decline to answer this. The New York Times and the Washington Post have finally discovered there's a lot on the Hunter Biden laptop story. What are they going to do about it? I love this. Brett Hume said this perfectly on Fox. Well, it was something they said they couldn't touch, and they said they couldn't touch because it was not verified. Of course, uh, news organizations pick up stories that some other, other news organizations have reported They don't necessarily claim them as their own, but they report that the other news organization has said this. But when the New York Post reported on Hunter Biden's laptop and its contents, everybody said, oh, we can't touch that. We can't touch that. Now the New York Times and the the Washington Post uh, have discovered there's a lot to this story, and there always was a lot to this story. I I guess we should say better late than never to those news organizations, and and because, you know, they have big... They have big staffs, and they can they can delve into a story like this. So let's hope they do more. I love it. Let's hope they do more. They're not going to do more. They're just going to use a story that they know they have to report on for one reason and one reason only. They're going to report on the story now so that they can then somehow convince you and Jedi mind trick you into believing that Joe Biden was not involved. ABC News broke into their World News Tonight coverage to give you one minute 
of coverage on this story, and here's how they put it. The federal investigation into Hunter Biden's tax affairs reportedly intensifying tonight. Sources say witnesses have been testifying before a grand jury about the president's son and his business dealings in Ukraine and elsewhere. Here's ABC's chief justice correspondent, Pierre Thomas. Tonight, reports that the Justice Department's investigation into the tax affairs of President Biden's son, Hunter, is intensifying. Sources telling ABC News that in recent weeks, a grand jury in Wilmington has heard from a parade of witnesses about payments Hunter Biden received while on the board of the Ukrainian gas company Burisma, and also about how he paid his taxes in recent years. Biden served on the Burisma board when his father was vice president, something he's admitted was a mistake. Did I make a mistake? Well, maybe in, in, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. But did I make a mistake based upon some unethical lapse? Absolutely not. Federal prosecutors are also looking into how Hunter Biden reported money from business deals in China. This hearing will come to order. In his confirmation hearing, Attorney General Merrick Garland vowing to be independent. The president made abundantly clear uh, in every public statement before and after my nomination that uh, decisions about investigations and prosecutions will be left to the Justice Department. This investigation, which has been underway since 2018, appears far from over. Sources familiar with the case say no final decision has been made about whether or not to bring charges. Far from over. Oh, so it's been going on since 2018, and you guys lied about it since 2018. And 532 days later, you're like, crap, we got to report on this. Now, this all comes out on the exact same day, by the way, that the FEC fined Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC over the Trump-Russia dossier research and the disinformation campaign. CNN reporting on the same day, because let's bury this story, that the federal election regulators have fined Hillary Clinton's campaign and the DNC for not properly disclosing the money they spent on opposition research that led to the infamous Trump-Russia dossier. The DNC was fined 105000 and the Clinton campaign was fined 8000 according to a letter sent by the FEC to a conservative group that requested the information. Political candidates and groups are required to publicly disclose their spending to the Federal Election Commission, and they must explain the purpose of any specific expenditure more than $200. The FEC concluded that the Clinton campaign and the DNC misreported the money that funded the dossier, making it as marking as a legal service and legal and compliance consulting instead of an opposition research. That's only five years too late. But now we got a headline. Hillary Clinton's campaign, the DNC, were actually funding the dossier that they then lied to you and told you was Russian disinformation or, excuse me, Russian collusion with Donald Trump. And then they use it to try to win the election. You're welcome. You're welcome. Please get in the fight, folks. Take our podcast and share this. Hit that forward button and share this so everybody knows the real story. Okay? Download our podcast every day by hitting that auto-download or subscribe button, and you'll get more of this information long before the media ever tells you anything about it. Hit share, auto-download, or subscribe, and I'll see you back here with more information tomorrow. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Campbell. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. (laughs) You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts.